Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women, and we're going to make these beers disappear. I'm Mike. I'm Nate. I'm Jimmy. And we're the Drunk Guys, and this week we are reading The Invisible Man by H.G. Wells, and starting with this beer from our almost sponsors, Finbeck, called Permanently Night. Spirit Animals. It is a mezcal barrel-aged imperial stout. Oh, God. Aged in mezcal barrel straight from... Oaxaca. How the fuck do you say that? Word? Oaxaca. Oaxaca. Just matter. Uh, two thousand from twenty nineteen. <laughs> it is twelve percent alcohol. There are a few things in this world I am frightened of more than mezcal. Carnies. <laughs> Circus folk. Small hands. <laughs> Smell like cabbage. <laughs> that is so smoky. Like campfire beer. Fucking mezcal. Wow. Yes. You're right. So. Yeah, campfire. Like that the on the finish. It's really tasty. I mean, I don't know how I feel about the smoky flavor, but the chocolatey upfront flavor is really delicious. I dig it. I mean, I it doesn't taste that much. The smoky thing is mezcal. So I'm glad it doesn't taste like the other parts of mezcal cuz that makes me sad. <laughs> and we're Okay, so what does this have to do with the invisible man? What is this called again? Uh, Permanently Wait. night. Oh, right. But first, oh, before yeah, we yeah. get to the book... This beer wasn't cheap. This <laughs> beer wasn't cheap, which means we are starting a Patreon. Thanks. Yeah. In advance. <laughs> so one of our dear listeners actually suggested this to us, and we figured, you know what? Why not? That guy's drunk enough to do it. I'll drink that for a dollar. <laughs> right. So anyway, if you like what we're doing, just, you know, go on Patreon and buy us a beer. Yep. And, and subscribe, you, which means buy us a beer. Yeah. And and we'll uh you'll you'll not only have our gratitude, but the knowledge that you contributed to to helping spread the joy of reading and liver damage. So permanently night, what the fuck does this have to do with the book? Uh it's hard to see at night. <laughs> <laughs> did I put this on the list? Oh yeah. Did. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so the invisible man And he's permanently hard to see. <laughs> Very hard to see. <laughs> All right, the end. But only when he's naked. Yeah. I have some thoughts on that. That's, later. The, that's the dream. <laughs> Luckily, he lives in a nice temperate place like England. <laughs> All right. So the book, um, super famous. Though I never the read concept it is super famous. I, I don't know if anyone really knows this book very well. They're better off that way. Yeah. 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 It's been done a, a million times, most bestly by Kevin Bacon. Hollow Man, for sure. Hollow Man, not Halloween Man, different movie. Uh, is that a really a thing, Halloween Man? I'm sure it is. I, know, I don't know it is, but I'm that sure it is. That sounds like a bad imported dub of just Halloween. <laughs> like, that's, what would they call no, Michael that's, Myers that's, in that's, China? <laughs> yeah, that's, is that or The Nightmare Before Christmas in, oh, okay. in uh, China is Halloween Man. <laughs> Yep, that sounds right. The book starts in this like a guy starts out with just a, a woman in it who runs a an inn, a tavern. Yeah, you know. So anyway, this book what eighteen ninety something eighteen ninety eight something like that. Anyway, it was uh, it's a different world, definitely a while ago. Uh, this woman is like running a inn or a tavern, and this very strange person arrives, but she has no other lodgers. She has no other people. So he she's like, great. Kind of like Rorschach, a paying yeah. person. <laughs> you know, that's actually not a bad way to picture it. But he's entirely like covered up not only his face he has this big bandage around his uh, around his head he has a big glasses he has a weirdly pink nose he has the his the the things of his coat or something like that he looks like groucho marks the burn victim (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, there you go. And he comes in and he's very strange, but he has money to pay up front. So the woman is like, okay, great. So give me your best room and food and clean that shit up. And she's like, that will be a penny because everything's ridiculous. Sometimes, sometimes it's a tuppence. Yeah, it, the, the the money, like at one point when he's like breaking shit, he's like, you're making a mess of the room. He like throws a nick, the equivalent of a nickel it's at like her. It's like a shilling. He's like, and I want to stay here for another two weeks. What do you want? <laughs> a shilling? He's like, sure, whatever. Get lost, cunt. <laughs> just throws spare change at her. All right, so he's there and he's weird. He keeps himself locked in the room. No one can come in. And he's really mean and a dick to everybody who does. He's, he's uh, very mean. Also like in Hollow Man. That's true. Being invisible drives you crazy. There for science definitely, reasons. Definitely. This mm-hmm. for plot reasons. Also, he seemed to be a dick beforehand. Yeah, he was a, he was a douchebag. And uh, he had a, eventually, they like sneak into his room or something. They like go in, they want to give they, something to him. Or the woman there. just like opens the th- what they think he's not there. Before but we get too into this, there. I have a serious question. Oh boy. <laughs> Do you think he was very angry because he couldn't see himself to shave and his beard was itchy? <laughs> I think <laughs> no. You think he never knew when he was done wiping and his ass was also itchy? <laughs> no, I think you could see that. I, was gonna, I think you could see right through, and you would but he see could, that. I guess, yeah. <laughs> Though actually, technically, his his shit would have to be invisible, or else you'd be able to see it. Well, I think it's, it's invisible once it leaves his body, or it's revisible. Well, there was a, there's a thing. It's a point when uh, much later in the book when the guy's like, "Have you been eating bread and cheese?" Like, yeah, you could can see. Can you it. see his turds? Like, at which point <laughs> he, he, does he it could he could invisible? see he could see the food being adjusted in, in him. So you might be able to see his poops. But then but why you'd be able to see them all the time. It would just be walking. <laughs> well, be he, walking, he spends a lot of time not eating because people shit, can see just his poops. Walking, just like just like floating through the air. You see, oh, that guy's got one in the chamber. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know where? Oh, I think he's prairie dogging. So, can't really tell where the cheeks are though. We're definitely already <laughs> overthinking this because it is dumb. Oh, I've got thoughts. O- overthinking <laughs> by a lot. Anyway, so she busts in and she finds his room empty. But lots of stuff is there. Every vial and Bunsen burner and fucking you know, graduated cylinder, whatever those things are called. And lot, some chemistry that things. haven't yet graduated. <laughs> he likes the cylinders young. Undergraduated <laughs> cylinders. <laughs> they haven't matriculated. <laughs> because he's just got, he's made this giant laboratory. Because he's become invisible from science. Well, uh, yes, he's science. He did a science. He yeah. so did much science. so much science. Though you don't actually hear the story about it till later, but it's hinted about very strongly. He tells who he is halfway through the book. Yeah. But he has a series of misadventures that, you know, are fun. You know, he gets kicked out I mean, of this thing and blah, 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 and he finds a tramp, but well, not yeah. the hot kind. <laughs> well, that's when he, I need these old books. I need these notebooks or something. His old books. Yeah, they kicked me out of the... Because yeah, this was back in the day when you would go to a place and you say, send my luggage to this town. They'd be like, that's a reasonable request. I'll find you in the town. Where in the town? At the inn. Oh, well, of course. Where else? And in his notebooks, he's been doing the sciencing to reverse engineering engineer his invisibility by just randomly combining shit in vials, it sounds like. Yeah, they don't go into the science. Isn't that how you do it? I mean, like, maybe if I try two pumps of, uh, you know, essence of smoke or of, whatever uh, old-timey medicine he had. Two pumps of caramel. The squeeze of a clementine. Maybe that'll do it. And this he's was the it. 1800s. I couldn't get a clementine in England. <laughs> it's true. That was, it was still a name. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was still somebody's darling. Yeah. <laughs> 
he's he's he does the math and he realizes the amount of things he has to try, like the combinations is it will take forever. You know, he's invisible but not immortal. You know, right. we, we have an amount of things we need to try. It's true. Um, choose your do this one. destiny from your hand. Are we playing? You sound like at the beginning of Gauntlet. <laughs> choose your destiny. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Archer needs beer. <laughs> <laughs> Archer needs beer badly. This is also from Finback. Wow, take the fucking hint, Finback. And it is called Lucid. I forgot what it is, but it's a sour. Uh, this is sour ale with prickly pear, blood orange, it is hard to read, passion fruit, almond, and lactose. I fucking love this. Oh, it's, it's divine. This is, this is just sweet, sweet juice. This is like a, almost like a peach tea. This is really good. And it's almost no sour element to it. It's just a it's tiny, a little, little bit. The aftertaste, the sweetness. Very, very aftertaste is kind of weird. But that's, I guess I have to not stop drinking it yeah, then. That's, that's also how science works. So obviously, because lucid, is, you know, things are lucid, you could, you could see through or clearly. And it has prickly pear, and the guy's a real prick. And he may be pear-shaped. Giant We prick. don't know. <laughs> and he's got a, quite a pair of balls on him to do some of the shit he does in this book. So. And he has a passion for invisibility. And we don't know if he has all of his toes. He could lactose. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you can't see your toes, you're definitely going to stub a few. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> and he's running around joke. barefoot in the streets all the time. He could definitely lose. Yeah, I mean, he must have just been stepping in horrible things. There's no cars You'd yet. Be able to he see definitely his had, feet. He had. Yeah. He had Pepsi in his feet. A hundred percent. I mean, in the spirit of overthinking this book, you would be able to see that guy's feet after two every two minutes, unless he was washing them. Unless he carried around a but, bucket I mean, to wash. He his was feet also in. doing stuff at night when it was True. hard to see feet. Even harder than during harder, the day. Yeah. That's, the t- that's the time you want to look. <laughs> so at anyway, feet, some like strange things are happening in the t- in the tavern or the inn or whatever. In the old, but was it one of the things like uh, the, the people are the suspicious? Money gets stolen in the money night. Money gets stolen, and did he steal it? It's, it's oh yeah, very he heavily totally hinted. Did. He totally Everywhere did. he goes, he steals things because he needs to keep up his inn habit. Yeah, so he's <laughs> like, "I'll pay you whatever you want. You want two pennies? Fine." And then he just steals the. I'll go steal a hat. And but also, don't they hear him like sneeze or cough? They, just, they hear oh, stuff and then really still. <laughs> he gets into like eventually he gets into a series of brawls with people and they're like this is an invisible person and then well he, he does he just hire the hobo man outside Bobby Marvel that's right he hires the the hobo man named Mister Marvel yeah <laughs> Captain Marvel's grandfather clearly <laughs> <laughs> um and to like do stuff but he is very unreliable he is a <laughs> he is a hobo. <laughs> And he's being threatened by an invisible man who's going to beat him up. It's like, I'm just going to leave. I'm just, I need to lay off the sauce. (laughs) (laughs) I keep seeing this floating poop all around. (laughs) And really shitty feet. So he goes to to the cops and he's like, there's an invisible guy coming. They're like, dude, fuck off. And he's like, nah, son, for real. And then they, something happens and they're like, oh, he's right. There's a couple of chapters of just people, you know, a character that's there for no reason except to observe you know, weird things weird happening shit. invisibly. There's a there's a, a hopeless man being like dragged by an invisible force. Like how strange. Back to <laughs> or, my daydream. Or at some point when the invisible man took his glove off, and then it's like I could see down his sleeve. I could see down a sleeve that was just moving, but there was nothing inside. Well, at one point, doesn't it? It must be a um, very good prosthetic. A dog bites his leg or some shit, and then they're like. 
because they could only see the darkness inside of his pants. Like, he's black. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, I knew it. I guess he could stay in the hotel. Though in the end, he, he's actually an albino, which is. But he also says some mad racist shit later well, on, too. Well, yeah, I mean, is, pretty much any book from this era we've found is going to have unnecessary racist yeah, shit. Yeah, for no reason. We'll get to that. <laughs> um, yeah, so the, but those brawl scenes, I had a question about that when I was reading it. Like, they were kind of funny. You know, it was almost like uh, Three Stooges. It was very slapstick but, but more malicious because he's trying to kill them. But, but everyone's like, they're just falling over each other in the hallways. And then and he breaks their arm with a pipe. Yeah, but... <laughs> I, I couldn't tell if there was if I was just thought they were funny because they're I'm used to have a Three Stooges kind of yeah. shit. I think at this it point it's it comedic relief. Back in the 1890s, it probably would have been ooh ooh scary, but now it's just like this is dumb. Well, yeah, it was, it, and it was. Eventually, he's chased from it. The bum gets him the books, and then the I forget what happens with the bum. He goes to f- the bum stays in like the he says lock me up in jail and keep me here to keep me safe, and then uh, Invisible Man finds his old friend. Oh yeah, yeah, so Invisible Man gets shot. Well, there, there's a, there's a, he gets the gun, and there's like a whole struggle for that in someone else's house. Yeah. Oh, man, we don't remember the details. We're going to get accused of not having dumb. read this book. So Invisible Man... The details are a little hard to see. Gets shot, and then somehow <laughs> manages... Man. I mean, he just, you know, it's a, he, tie, he ties it off and runs. This book is just so opaque. <laughs> Do you think when he was running around naked, his, his like cock and balls are hitting him in the thigh a lot? Or was it so cold that it was basically just like three clits? It was like a belly button. It was like three little baby thumbs. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what kind of dick a six-foot albino has, but... Uh, well, it could be, you know, God, God, uh, you never know who's going to get one. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you could, you could have had possible. a month. <laughs> they could have seen three feet. <laughs> He's just got big dong thwapping against his legs. Yeah. All right, this isn't Fifty Shades of Grey. What no. the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> I mean, it's possible. They didn't say he didn't have a giant jacket. <laughs> So he finds his friend. He finds his friend, which is another. So he finds another the guy, science bro. Yeah, breaks in a doctor who knows about leeches. <laughs> anyway, the and doctor literally like goes into his own room and just sees blood everywhere, and it's like, wow, that's weird. <laughs> I thought I cleaned no, up after those stop. hookers earlier. <laughs> she and told me she was she was on the rag. Damn it. Anyway, so and then there's a really big check chunk of the book. I felt like it was almost a quarter of the book where Invisible Man is really just everything. retelling everything that happened to him. So you find out how he became invisible and stuff like that. And basically, he did a bunch of science, but he oh, wasn't getting enough support. So he decided to leave and do the science on his own instead. Anyway, and this turns out as a friend from Cambridge in that the Invisible Man's real name is Griffin. Right? <laughs> Yes, that that's, yeah. what, that's what Griffins make. Anyway, and he just <laughs> kept telling this story over and over again and tells how he's like working on it. And he's like, I thought I could do this. And then he... And he tells first a, he a bunch made of a, fucked up a, stuff. He turned a cat invisible. First, except for its eyes. Well, first, except for its eyes, yes. Can we talk about fucking science? He's like, you know how like, if I get a piece of paper really greasy, you could see through it? I just did that to a man. <laughs> it's like, oh, Luckily, I was lubing up a man, so and I said, ate, I can see through you. You just ate souffloki for three weeks? Like, they they don't be, have ethnic foods. He became invisible. <laughs> like, how did, that's basically what he says. Like, you know how you could put enough oil in it, and then you could see through it. I just did that to every cell in my body. He just juiced all of them into a beaker and then smothered it on his body. He, and just, he was never clean again. He just bathed in the fry oil at a Shake Shack. It's like, I'm clean visible now. <laughs> no one can see me. Eventually, we'll, we'll have this beer now. We'll, it's part of his backstory. 
Pretty sure. That's why you picked this. Yes. This is called Burning Down the House. It is um, a double IPA from San City. This is a Imperial India Pale Ale, 9% alcohol. Brooding can by San City Brewing. Northport, New York. The oh. northest of ports. It's a very nice double IPA. It's a cool tap room. I would happen to be driving somewhere. This is Northport, Long Island? Yep. Passed by it, and I was like, sweet. Beers. I had some good stuff. This is nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll talk about what burning on the house in a minute. So anyway, one of the questions I wrote down for myself as I was reading this was, was that explanation, the scientific explanation, was that believable at the time? Yes. I mean, you kind of have to wonder, like, maybe? They still hadn't discovered bacteria yet. No, I think they had just discovered <laughs> They still it. thought uh, all colds came from a man who carried germs in his hat. <laughs> <laughs> is that a real thing? Uh, let's pretend it is. Okay. <laughs> so they had discovered bacteria because that is literally what happens in War of the Worlds, which is just oh, from the right. same yeah, time. Yeah, so yeah. it had been discovered, but... This is still plausible This enough. is really like... That was the biology book. That was H.G. E. Wells' biology book. This mm. is his chemistry book. Okay. Where so he's, he's all good at chemistry. He's good at all kinds of, Fancy ba- of chemistry. advanced science. And I guess is the time you know, machine his physics book. You know, and I... About dimensions and force and shit. And I couldn't... Yes. Uh, I couldn't help but think about how this related to Dracula, or at least the science aspect of Dracula, in which there was no real science going on. And the only science was, you know, you can give a blood transfusion... But they didn't know anything about it. You know, they didn't know about yeah. blood types or anything like you that. They were just like, blood. she died she, one week she later. Gave, we <laughs> gave her, she had the blood of three men in her. How did she die? But in, in this, but also in, in Dracula, it's like the, the scientist was also basically not only very religious, but it was all religion anyway. So science was just so poorly understood by the general public and in popular culture that this maybe was believable. I mean, it was we really still do though. the same things that we throw a bunch more science jargon words that don't really mean anything together. And in books today, and don't give our children vaccines. It reminded me actually of um, you know the alleged smartest man in the ancient world, Aristotle, who was wrong about Everything. every fucking thing. Imagine how much wronger everybody else oh, was. Oh, <laughs> much more. But when the, Aristotle, why is the sky blue? Do you know what his explanation was? It was, well, you know how if you like scoop up a handful of water, it's clear. But if you have a lot of it, it's blue like the sea. Well, air is like that. <laughs> you know, you scoop up a little bit of air, it's clear. But wait, but air there is a- actually something... That's a little bit correct about that. Well, yeah, but there's nothing about uh, re- refraction and not, fucking light and shit like that. Not a lot correct, but like there is a hint of correct he, thing he, he got in there. He got maybe a seed right by accident. Oh, yeah. Totally <laughs> by if accident. If you scoop up air and look at it in your hand, it's clear. But if you have enough air, it's blue because there's a little bit of blueness to it. Yes. That's pretty D- that bad. That is, I mean, it's bad. It is bad. What's the expression that but, it's, it's so wrong, it's not even wrong? <laughs> It's just like, <laughs> w- I, I, no. <laughs> that's, that's, you might want to defend Aristotle, but that <laughs> shit's fucking wrong. <laughs> and he was still considered smart until pretty recently. So thousands of years. So over, time, well over a thousand I'm, years. Smartest I'm, guy who ever lived. I'm sure people were the like, man yeah, invented totally. togas. Let him be. <laughs> he did not invent togas. He did not. You don't know he didn't. <laughs> we do. Actually, we do. <laughs> that that do. we could say. 
Allegedly. <laughs> anyway, Invisible Man <laughs> tells this whole story about how he's doing these scientific experiments, and then he's just, like, renting a room in a house or an apartment building or something like that, and finally, like, the old woman downstairs asks him, are you up there with my cat? Because <laughs> <laughs> she's going to accuse him, She he, he's afraid that she's going to accuse him of being a vivisectionist. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, wrong, though. Yeah. <laughs> Just cutting open live animals. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what it means. But anyway, but instead of that, he actually turned the cat invisible. That was his test on his like invisibility potion magic thing, science. I mean, um, so people knocking on his door, but he had turned himself invisible. He so what he did is he literally snuck outside while he was invisible, shut the window, and people came in. But then he like burned the whole building down. And destroyed his lab, which was yeah. basically just a pile of chemicals. <laughs> there was not any. I'm sure they were very flammable. I thought he was in the room and he hid and then they, he darted past them or something. I mean, something so, yeah, something like that. And something like that. But then he burns on the house. Hence that beer. That's his long thing. And he's telling the friend. And at one point, I did write down one uh, quote from this exchange. Because it is really long, him talking to his buddy from school. We get halfway through the book and then he... We meet the. We finally found out who the guy is, and he spends the next quarter of the book telling everything that happened before the first half of the book. Yeah, mm-hmm. but at one point, because in that when they first meet, before he like establishes that he's Griffin from mid school or whatever, and just keep calling him the Voice on NBC, and he <laughs> is, <laughs> and um, is that even the channel? Is on? I don't know. I think so. Yeah, uh, it's one of those handful, and he goes. The night is chilly to a man without clothes. And I just thought, how did the man... I was like, I know, dude, you're leaving skid marks on my chair right now. I could see what Through you're you, doing. I could see them. I, did you eat bread and cheese? <laughs> how much corn did you have? <laughs> and while he's at his friend's house, his friend, like, you know, puts him there and, like, lets him rest up. And while the, guy, the dude well, goes out to, like, do stuff, you. the guy takes all of his food and all of his cigars. Well, what a dick. <laughs> The Invisible Man is a dick. And also, he uh, tells about how he stole the money from his dad so he could like get away, and then his dad kills himself. <laughs> He's like, whatever. <laughs> he didn't believe in my science, fucker. That's basically it. Like, every, yeah. The world's mm-hmm. against him, so fuck it, I'll do whatever I need to do. And then he makes his way, in his backstory, he makes his way uh, through the towns and ends up robbing a store to uh, get clothes to cover himself up. And he basically, he like... Ties up the shopkeeper like and leaves him in the back room, so they'll probably just starve to death. Oh, it's the uh, like the costume store. The costume though. store, like yes. This... But also, my favorite part that I didn't notice until later was that the shopkeeper was on Drury Lane, where the Muffin Man lives. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> I just remember the shopkeeper was the mo- had the most sensitive hearing in the world, and his like... I could hear his dick swinging. <laughs> <laughs> That's at least eighteen inches soft, <laughs> but he. Um, <laughs> and the size of those balls. <laughs> there is a, <laughs> but the guy hears noises because every time the bumbling invisible man moves, the decrepit shack that he's in creaks. Mm. And this guy's just trying to eat like a can of beans or something, or like eight day old porridge. Like it's something gross because he's poor. It's English food. And then so the guy gets up and he looks around and he's like, oh, I knew he could see me or he could smell me or whatever he could do. This guy's like Daredevil. Yeah. Well, he hears a sound and he's like, it came from over there. I know what he looks like now. I can see the outline of his dick. But then he... <laughs> echolocate those balls. But, but then he immediately loses interest. 
and then sits back down, and then he's like, you know what? I'm just going to keep eating my porridge here or whatever. I'll just lock all the doors. And then door is my only weakness. <laughs> and then the invisible man's like, God damn it, buy these doors now. <laughs> and then he steals his like $11 that he had. Which is like a billion dollars. Oh, yeah. Then. He becomes... He, and then he leaves the him Warren to die. The Warren Buffett of 1898. And so he finishes his story and the doctor's just like, that's a cool story, bro. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go get you some help. I'll be right back. And he just goes like, we got to get rid of this motherfucker. And it's immediately to the police. <laughs> this is... There's, this guy is invisible and he's kind of a dick. And he took all my cigars. <laughs> he ruined my chairs. <laughs> <laughs> that, there's, there's doo-doo on them. There will never not be doo-doo on them. <laughs> it was white fabric. I, I guess it's not even close. <laughs> Gonna put down a towel? Wore one of my robes? That's what robes are for. I'm not getting doo-doo on furniture. <laughs> He's just like, turd footprints throughout the house. Why are you stepping every, in his own shit? Every, well, because he's walking on the streets of London, oh, which is just filled with human and horse shit. And then and every... Bathing didn't exist then. Every so. chair has the outline of his asshole <laughs> and brown on it. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I don't know how fastidious he was in 1898. <laughs> Hygiene wasn't that great. He had like an old branch he could clean his ass with. Didn't work. <laughs> Take out an old page of a catalog to wipe his ass with, and that's... And some of the page... Oh, God. So there's poop everywhere, and he goes to get the cops. Poop on the wall. Wait. And then we have one. And he he comes back with a beer because there's a fucking guy rubbing shit all over his house. (laughs) 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 All right. So this is from Evil Twin NYC. This is Cole. One time I cut the line in front of an old lady to get on a crowded subway. One time, please. Uh, It is a double dry hop, double IPA brewed with milk sugar. And Cascade Cryo, you cannot cryo, Citra Cryo, Amarillo, you cannot, I think you said you say that one, sorry, Simcoe and Nelson, (laughs) 8% alcohol, a lot of hops. It's probably going to be pretty good. It should be pretty easy to guess why we chose this one. Because that's the only way I commute. (laughs) Because he cuts in front of wines, because he's invisible. Oh, and he's a dick to everybody, yeah. He is, he is, he's specifically dicks to old ladies in this more than once. I don't actually remember him being a dick to an old lady. The old lady who ran the inn. Oh, yeah. And yeah. the old lady who ran the first inn that he burned down. That, you know, the first, the, not chronologically, but in the story, the first one we meet, I didn't think she was old, old, but I guess it's. She's old in my head. It didn't matter at all. <laughs> what do you think of the beer? It's nice. It smells really good. I tell you, Evil Twin NYC has been killing it with this putting out shit. Good. Like, it's a little thinner than I imagined it to be when you read out that list of all the things. Well, it's mostly just hops in there. And the only thing yeah. is milk sugar. It just gives it a sweetness to it. And it's not, it's not as uh, exorbitantly flavorful as you would think with reading like a list of 40, 47 hops. It's good. It's true. But I expect it to be like, Shazam! It is nice. I've been going... The amazing thing about Evil Twin, one of the many things, they open at 10 a.m. on Saturdays and Sundays. Or at least on Sundays. Damn. Yeah, Saturdays and Sundays. Still the taco truck out front? Praise um, the Lord. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I've been going there with the family, taking the kid, my Fam- wife. Family thing to do. My wife's parents. <laughs> and we just go and start have some beers for an hour at 10 a.m. And then we met. We did I'm it for like, not even awake at 10 a.m. on Sundays. We did it for four, four weeks or five weeks in a row, and we missed a week because we had to do something. And then we went back, and the bar staff were like, we didn't know what happened. I guess you guys do stand out. It's true. 
We don't. Really and also, you're there when it opens on Sunday. And, and, well, they also they open at eight, but they don't serve beer till ten because they have like coffee and oh, yeah, they shit do coffee like that. Now. So there's a lot of people still coming in, but we're the only ones drinking beer. And and I'm like, let me get that. Uh, what's that? Fifteen and a half percent stout about? Let me get that guy right now. It's almost time for pancakes. <laughs> so I discovered actually that when the L is running, it's actually really easy for me to get there. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna do it up. We got to try to finagle our way in. They've been putting out some bomb ass beers. Look for more on our future episodes because every week I buy them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the last part of the book is completely pointless. I mean, it's just a big fight scene, and then they kill the guy, kill the invisible man. There's like a bunch of people, they and they beat like, him can't death. find him, but then they eventually get a hand on him and kill him. <laughs> and then he turns revisible. Yeah. He starts to turn visible again. Which I don't really know why, but whatever. Oh, because the grease dries up when they're dead. <laughs> yeah. That's science. Everybody knows that. That's pretty much it. I did. I did a, a, little, a modicum of research on this on the science, and there was a section on Wikipedia on the scientific accuracy of this. But funnily, the only thing they mentioned was uh, a Russian writer in his book "Physics Can Be Fun" (1913) <laughs> said he should have been blind because if your eyes are invisible. So if your retinas are completely the retina transparent, will be flooded with light. So basically, your uh, eyes couldn't focus on anything because the reason why your eyes work is because it's a very very small it opening. But if you're getting absorb light, but if you're getting light coming in from every angle, then yes. your uh, then your cornea, I'm not retinas would just be overwhelmed with light, and you couldn't see anything. It would just be it would just be complete blinding whiteness. So you much know, like, like a six foot albino. Or the Republican Party. <laughs> Ooh. So anyway, you're right. That is. So I mean, besides that, this is entirely scientifically accurate. Oh yeah, that, that, that's the <laughs> only thing. That is the only thing. Yeah. So I kind of thought not only was it kind of like Dracula, but it was also kind of a lot like Frankenstein. Mm. I think Frankenstein that, was better in every way than this. And Frankenstein still blew. I like Frankenstein. It was oh, it was okay for taking it for a book for its time. That's what I would say about I think it was the one that perhaps aged the best. There are still issues with yeah. it. One of the issues, one of the one of the actually common uh, things that 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 this got in common was just really really long passages where it's just a guy telling his story, which is and that's true of like so, every fucking book from back then. Everyone has yeah, like yeah, a, exactly. a six hour monologue. Yeah, there's but, no flashback scenes. They just I would let me tell you it. But the thing, the, the sort of like kind of the, the, the theme or the main idea of both Frankenstein and this book is the idea of science being forbidden knowledge that is going to lead to something bad. Like the guy basically... Took science too far. Basically, he was like really into science and discovered a big science thing, but then he was punished kind of almost by the gods a little bit. In like that, hubris. Yeah. yeah, hubris, but you know... Not only did like his father died because he like took the money, and then everyone else he knows died. His stuff burned down, and then he was like on the run, and then eventually he died. And it was kind of the result of the scientific knowledge that he was seeking. Just like how Jonas Salk cured polio, but then gave everybody autism. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's definitely how that worked. Apparently, Salk didn't no. make any money from that. Yeah, he sold the patent for one dollar. And I bet he was pretty salty about that. Salt. Sulky about it? <laughs> I hate you. 
He was uh, he sulked all the way <laughs> the rest of his life. But the idea of, you know, the forbidden knowledge that goes all the way back to Adam and Eve and maybe actually goes farther back to Pandora if you go back to the Greeks before. And I bet there's a fucking that. Mesopotamian version. Yeah, I'm sure. And you know, Gilgamesh and, 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 and the Sorcerer Stone and Humbaba. Those are all, those are all actual characters. And the Gilgamesh. idea surrounding science that some people have is that you know, scientific. It was akin to witchcraft. Are well, I was going to say that that is something bad. Like these scientific discoveries are ultimately going to be spitting bad. in Jesus's mouth. You could make the same connection with the invention of nuclear weapons, or, or you know, and also actually, frankly, the First World War. When the reason why the First World War was so deadly is because of all the tech science and technology that went into how to kill people. Well, that and also the Jews stabbing Germany in the back and making them lose the war. Yes. Everyone that, knows that's true that because it was in Mein Kampf, which is a book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's in a book. <laughs> it's in a book. <laughs> and we're a book podcast, Reading so I Rainbow. should point that out. <laughs> Take a look. No, I can, but so, but the whole thing about like scientific knowledge, it seems like in all these books though, it's that, I'm not disagreeing with you, but like there's a, there's a character who is crazed or like fixated, and they they yeah. take they personally take it too far. As if most of the other scientists are kind of okay, and then there's mm-hmm. one person who's too eager or too greedy or something, and they're or the one pushes that, it science, too far. Science yeah. is the means to an end of a person who's already shitty. Well, it turns them into a Bond. And villain if they didn't, if they didn't Batman have villain. science, they'd just be a like a, some fucking you know neckbeard. Well, it's 1897 when the Everyone, book came that out. That was fashionable. Beard. That was very fashionable. So do you think, Nate, that this is like a a cautionary tale about science? Is that what Wells was going for? Because I, mean, I, I mean, maybe, except he wrote science fiction. I mean, he loved science. He was very, he was very knowledgeable about the science of his day. Well, because he only had to read one book back then. Yeah, it's true. There was almost <laughs> none of it. There was very, very little. There was one book called "This Is All of Science." This Science Volume One. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for Volume Two in twenty years. I don't think he was but worried he about was, science. He was using. He was. He was incorporating the most up to date scientific ideas that were around into his fiction. It's kind of like how we, these days, we all of our sci-fi books are about fucking going into space. It was just like, like what's next? Artificial intelligence. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So like in 1898, that would have been like, it was that germs. Incomprehensible. It It was was that germs are a thing. That's the War of the Worlds one. And this is that Greece makes you invisible. (laughs) Chemistry is a thing. (laughs) What's next? Women voting? Come on. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. (laughs) Well, let's not be hasty. This is is science fiction, (laughs) not fantasy. (laughs) But then... Yeah, I don't, I don't, um, I don't disagree with that. I, I just, he did seem to really like science, so maybe. But is, this, is, is but it has a ne- but this has a negative tone about it. But War of the Worlds doesn't because science kind of saves them. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, or at least you know the scientific. It, actually, they just get saved by luck in War of the Worlds. Very much. Yeah, yeah. It's luck. Um, but is it something like science or man's uh, like man's flawed nature can be? Like, it, it could be exacerbated by these things. Anything well, can be used for evil. In uh, so Frankenstein, the subtitle of Frankenstein is the modern, the modern Prometheus. Prometheus. Now, Prometheus was the Greek god. No, it was actually the Greek god who showed man about fire. Is he a god Gave or them a fire. Demigod. He was he was a lesser god. He was a lesser one. He wasn't like he was a he, was, he, was, he wasn't up there at the Zeus level. But he showed but, the. Greeks but here's the thing. It was by anal sex. <laughs> <laughs> you had to rub two sticks together to make fire, baby. <laughs> So Prometheus showed man how to make fire, but then was punished for the rest of eternity for doing that. And it's the punishment part that 
is why, you know, Frankenstein was about Prometheus because the guy had everyone he loved die and stuff like that. And this is a little bit of that too. I think this is the, and not, not trying to be dismissive, but this sounds like the start of a dissertation. <laughs> like this is the sort of thing a comparative sure lit person would done. be writing about. I'm sure this you has know, been done a If you want to waste some more money on school, Nate. If I had any interest in getting a PhD in literature. In early science fiction. <laughs> I, you know what? Oh, you got to find some obscure shit. I mean, you know how many PhDs are given out every year? You got to mm-hmm, find some obscure yeah. shit to get your PhD. I feel like early science fiction is not that even obscure. No, you have to find like early science fiction by Filipino midgets. Like you have to really narrow it down. That's very narrow. That <laughs> might be narrow enough. Like it has to be early science fiction written by that guy yeah, from in, Fantasy Island. But in 50 years, it won't be <laughs> Tattoo? nearly... Yeah. In 50 years, trying to get a PhD, that's not even narrow enough. Oh, no. It has to be like uh, who were born on a Thursday <laughs> in, and are Leos. They're only guys named Leo? Y- yeah. Leos... <laughs> Who were who were born under the star sign Leo? Oh, the double Leo. The double Leo, yeah. yeah Leo squared. <laughs> that's also science. <laughs> well, I, I I think that that's what makes that's one of the things probably Nate that makes Wells's book still kind of interesting. Like this is the thing that makes the book just worth discussing. The rest of the plot is dog shit. I mean, this has been remade a billion times, which is including why we're doing this is they're making it again. Yeah, like a new invisible it's a thing. I it's saw not an ad. related to I this at all. I forget who's doing it. It's Elizabeth Moss is the lady in it, and an invisible really? person. Really? But there's not really even a main lady. They must have beefed no, no, no. Up it's a it's not. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. not this story at all. It's oh. just a story about an invisible man. It's well, it's not called even the Invisible related. Man, and it's about Invisible Man. So yes. it's at least but it's not slightly this. related to this. It, the yes, of course. It, this in book title is, and in concept of an invisible person. Yeah. Beyond that, zero. But this is this is isn't under copyright anymore, so they can do whatever they want. Yeah. Otherwise, they would have called it the Hollow Man, <laughs> starring Kevin Bacon, Which who is, was naked the whole movie. Well, he's naked in this the whole movie. I know. And also at the end when he dies, he becomes visible again. Then he's just laying there naked. And they're like, let's put a sheet over his face. They really wanted to see that cock. (laughs) Are you talking about Hollow Man or this one? (laughs) I'm talking about the Invisible Man. That's how it ends. Because Hollow Man did not end that way. I remember it it very well. I don't actually remember the end of Hollow Man anymore. Uh, It explodes and he falls down the elevator shaft into the fire pit. Oh, of course. I just remember him raping a woman. That sounds more exciting. Sneaks yeah, in and rapes her. Like, the, the, he loses his mind because of invisibility. But it's real fast. Because he, cause his beard gets itchy. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I, I prefer that he can't wipe well theory. <laughs> it's both. You're itchy on both holes. <laughs> the double team. Uh, should people read it today? And you can't wash your hands after you scratch one. Because you can't see your hands. So you get poop mouth. No. <laughs> Don't you have, don't we have like a sense where you could tell where your limbs are with your eyes closed? Like there, there's a word. There's a word. Pro, for it, that. Takes, it takes practice. Something, it takes practice. Things, there's a word for that. Yeah. Like, like if your eyes are closed and you, you can still you tell, can where still tell where it's your called, limbs it's are. a fancy word for feeling around for stuff. <laughs> Should they read it today, Nate? No. It was really shitty. I agree. No reason to read this. Everyone, long, everyone already knows the concept, and you don't get anything new out of reading this old-ass version. I think you get the, the snobby satisfaction of knowing the original story and being able to say, look how, what they, this is another great example of a sh- cool idea, poorly executed. Made better by everyone else. Made better by many Almost generations everyone else. later on. Uh, and reaching its pinnacle with Kevin Bacon. Yes. Have you seen Hollow Man, Nate? I have not. Oh, well, now's we the homework. time, baby. <laughs> right now, fire it up. <laughs>
<laughs> Let's go watch. So anyway, tell us what you thought. Send us an email to drunkguysbookclub at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at DrunkGuysBC or Facebook and Instagram at DrunkGuysBookClub and also on Patreon at DrunkGuysBookClub. Probably. <laughs> Most likely. We're so good at this. And if you listen this far, uh, please just leave us a review. Uh, just make One that sure we it's can five see. stars. <laughs> One that we can see. And everyone else can see. Also, uh, check out the Hopped Up Network and Network of Independent Beer Podcasters. And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.